Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you, to give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Lent. And we begin with Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Together, the Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He guides me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side, with your rod and your staff that give me courage. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Our gospel for today is taken from John chapter 9, verse 1 to 41. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had been had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, No, he just looks like him. He said, I am. So they said to him, How were your eyes opened? He replied, The man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and told me, go to Siloam and wash. So I went there and washed and was able to see. And they said to him, where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So when the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see, He said to them, he put clay on my eyes and I washed and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, how can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, what do you have to say about him since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. 
Now the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight. They asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How does he now see? His parents answered and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age. He can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, he is of age, question him. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind, and now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? They ridiculed him and said, You are that man's disciples. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from. Yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin. And are you trying to teach us? They then threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him. The one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord. And he worshipped him. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying we see so your sin remains. Perhaps we know someone who is blind. Some were born blind. Some became blind through disease or from an accident, perhaps. You know, I have a friend whose eyesight became worse and worse. And I might have mentioned this before, but the only way I came to understand blindness was my time in Mammoth Cave. Deep into the cave, the tour guide turned all of the lights off. 
and I could not see a thing. I mean literally nothing. There was only darkness, total darkness. You know, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And the disciples were walking with Jesus and they asked, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus said, neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. My brothers and sisters, it is here that we know our God is an awesome God. That Jesus is the light of the world. That Jesus is the one who destroys darkness so that all of us can clearly see. Now, after Jesus brought light to this man, he moved on without ever really waiting to see the total outcome. In opening the eyes of the man born blind, you would think that everyone would be so excited and filled with joy at this powerful miracle, rejoicing because he was blind, but now can see. And in John's gospel, it's not the healing of a man then that is the real focus, is it? But rather, it's about everyone else who in reality is blind. Not physically, but spiritually. The spiritually blind, well, they cannot focus on what matters. They don't see the miracle in front of them. They cannot recognize what is happening. And they're caught up in trying to find fault rather than actually seeing the truth. You know, I like a phrase in, in Matthew's gospel, chapter 13, verse 15. It says, gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear what their ears, with their ears, and they have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and I and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and be converted. And I heal them. Wow. Although, my friends, God is working all around us, pursuing us and showing us his glory, some people cannot perceive his divine workings. And a person who does not see God does not know God. And unfortunately, they're lost. So let's get into this drama and, and, and unfold this. You know, the locals were used to seeing this man sit and beg for a living. And they were kind of astonished and obviously could not see that they asked him how this had happened. Um, some cannot even believe that he's really the same person. And the blind man said, <laughs> he told them about the man called Jesus and how he had cured him. These neighbors don't get it. Well, according to Jewish law, when someone was cured of a disease, they were to have um, this cure certified by the local religious authorities. So the neighbors now take the man to the Pharisees so that they might examine him. And this immediately posed the Pharisees with a problem. How could they certify this man as being cured and continue to reject the one who had cured him. And so this miracle caused a real debate 
among the religious leaders. Some argued that a person who would work on the Sabbath could not possibly be from God. To the Pharisees, the legalistic keeping of the Sabbath was more important to them than, than, than some stunning miracle that just had happened. And there were others who objected and said, how can a sinful man do such signs? But they refused to believe that this man was really blind until, of course, they'd questioned the man's parents. Is this your son who you say was born blind? How does he now see? And his parents answered them and said, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now. And, and nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He can speak for himself. All of this is so unbelievable. Just imagine the man born blind going through all of this interrogation over and over again. And all he wants is everyone to realize that he can see. And everyone literally throws him out. They all seem to not see the truth of the miracle before them. Now, when Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he, he found him, right? And, and he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? And he answered and said, who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, you have seen him. The one speaking with you is he. And the healed man proclaims, Lord, I believe. And it is with that proclamation that the healing is indeed complete. The man born blind sees not only the physical world around him, but also sees Jesus himself, the light of the world. As long as we focus on what this world has to offer, we will remain in our spiritual blindness. And now listen to this. I came into the world for judgment so that those who do not see might see and those who do see might become blind. The Pharisees asked Jesus, surely we are not also blind, are we? And Jesus's response is sharp and precise. If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying, we see, so your sins remain. My brothers and sisters, we live in a world in which many people think that they see clearly, when in reality, they do not see at all. I wear glasses, and I know the difference between seeing with glasses and seeing without glasses. I know that my vision is impaired and that I need the assistance of glasses. And so it is with our life. We think that we see, but do we really? Do we truly understand how we should be living? Do we truly understand who is the focus of our life? I need Jesus, the light, the true light to show me the way. And now is the time, my friends, that we all walk in the light of Christ. Do you believe in the true light? Let's all proclaim, Lord, I believe. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.